feed on critical things, you end up being critical. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't good when we were raising our kids, and I was being a little bit more hard to deal with. This is Camus. And this is Kylie. Welcome to God is Real, God is Good, a podcast where we collect stories about God working in people's lives through big, miraculous ways, all the way down to small, everyday things. Hello, guys. Welcome to this week's episode of God is Real. God is good. This week I have with me Bob Bevins, um, and you heard um, Bob and Doris for the Valentine's episode, and so now they have both come back to share their personal testimonies. So let's start off with a prayer. Dear Father in Heaven, thank you for this time that we get to come together and we get to tell um, stories about how you've worked in Bob's life and how you've made a difference and allowed him to see that you are real and that you care about him. Please just help the listeners to be able to learn about you from these stories. Amen. All right, Bob, where are you from? <clears throat> well, I was born in New York. Oh, wow. And my um, father and mother, she found the Lord when uh, a sister had moved to, she, she grew up in uh, Canada. Okay. And her sister moved to New York and said, come down here. <laughs> and then she shared with her what she had found, the Adventist message. Oh, that's cool. And so she became an Adventist. And then she met my dad. And <clears throat> he was a worldly man, but she really highly respected him. Mm-hmm. And that's why when he died uh, four years later, because of a kidney infection. Oh, wow. Um Actually, it was about seven or eight years. I'm talking about four years after, <laughs> after I was born. Uh-huh. He, he died. Okay. But anyway, she had such a love for the Lord mm-hmm. that, you know, that really, you know, all the way through life, I had a solid person who was backing me. Mm. And my dad had a lingering illness. And <clears throat> it was a good thing in that. During that time, my mother was praying for his salvation, praying for his salvation. And, you know, there was an incident where um, I had been uh, downstairs, and they were upstairs, uh, you know, talking about different things, you know. And um, I ended up going into the kitchen as a little, you know, toddler at that point, you know, about a year and a half, and turning on all the burners. Well, back in those days... The oven had to be lit with a match, mm-hmm. and I had turned that knob on as well. Oh, and, no. and so there was a potential of a d- big explosion. Oh, no. Well, you know, uh, talking about angels and their intervention, my mom had a very you know, useful thing to talk to him about. And so before he uh, died, he did give his heart to God. Aww. And so I look forward to seeing him in the kingdom. Oh, that'll be exciting. Yeah. And, <clears throat> but if he had not have had his illness, and if he had remained a, a worldly person, um, I hear that my brother was already going the route of a worldly mm. you know, um, person. And so I think even in his death, God spared me from, you know, a strong worldly influence. Yeah. So when he died, we moved to Los Angeles. And uh, probably one of the strongest influences in my life beyond my mother was one of her sisters, her oldest sister and Mm -hmm. aunt. So they were very much interested in spiritual things, especially my aunt. And so we would 
uh, as a young boy, uh, we would go to evangelistic series. In the city of Los Angeles, there was empty lots, and they would set up back in those days, you know, in the in the forties, um, tents. Mm-hmm. And so we would go to this evangelistic series, and that one, and that one, and that one. Oh, cool! And so I really got to a strong uh, love for the truth, Bible, scriptural truth. Mm-hmm. And then when. My mom got to seeing that the big city, Los Angeles, just after the war, um, was not a good influence for us. So uh, she prayed about it, and we were able to move to La Sierra. Okay. And at that time, uh, La Sierra was just a little college town, and there was a farm there. Oh. And we lived a couple of, you know, just a block from the farm. Oh, and fun. so And then there was hills behind, so we had, you know, a good influence. So when we moved there, we couldn't get the uh, gas heat on. It was cold in the wintertime. Oh. And, uh, you know, there was an angel story where she prayed, my brother mother prayed, and they said it was going to be on, you know, after the weekend. And this was uh, Friday early. And can't you send someone? No, we have no one available. Mm. And so <clears throat> she continued praying. Yeah. And someone showed up in a nice, <clears throat> nicely dressed in a, and took care of our needs. And she knows it was an angel. Oh, because the, they and, said they weren't going to send anybody. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. And so, <clears throat> you know, stories like that, that you experience, uh, grounds you in, in the truth. <clears throat> um, well, the f- first... Uh, evangelistic series that they had in La Sierra area was in the church. And I never heard of a, an evangelistic series being in a, in a church. Yeah, they're supposed to be intense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So anyway, uh, when I was nine uh, at that um, evangelistic series, I asked for baptism. Oh. And I was baptized at nine. Oh. And it seems young, but I had well been grounded before that, mm-hmm. you know, in the strong influence. And <clears throat> then I wanted to mention about my brother. Uh, he was three and a half years older, and <clears throat> he ended up uh, being a a rather cleric person, a strong personality, and I was uh, quiet and shy, and so he kind of ruled my life. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he sometimes when I was getting convictions on some things, he would even force me to listen to or do things that I didn't want to. Mm. And, you know, I... I made up my mind, when I'm out of this influence, I'll make up my own decisions. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So when the, my first year of college was when he left home and got married. Mm-hmm. He got married too early. And so um, I was able to observe over the years, you know, how he pl- planned his life. And mm-hmm. I learned a lot from his mistakes. <laughs> but, uh. but my first year in college was kind of a disaster because I... I didn't know how to run my life. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd been always kind of guided by him, not always in the best way. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, and then probably the second or third year, there was a a spiritual wave that came to the influence, to the school, the Lassier College, um, that uh, swept a lot of young people in that. And it was a good one, mm-hmm. you know. And so I turned to studying my Bible faithfully and um, 
just got a, a connection with God on a personal level. Mm-hmm. And my mother at that time, she never remarried. Mm. And wow. she never found anyone of the same quality as my, my dad. Mm-hmm. And it came to the point where um, she had some opportunities. But then one of them said, uh, after we get married, what will we do with the boys? Mm. And she knew that he didn't mm-hmm. like the boys, and she dropped him immediately. Oh, <laughs> that's good, though, because that can be yeah. really bad to have a father that yeah. doesn't care about stepchildren or own children. Right. Yeah. So when um, I was uh, quite shy and I didn't find anyone in college, um, so I, it took me five years. I ended up with a physical, uh, no, a business administration degree from La Sierra. And it was during the Vietnam War, and I went looking for a job, and no one would hire me. Oh, wow. You're going to be drafted right away. We don't oh. want to invest in training. And, and so I... <clears throat> Before a year before, I had you know the opportunity of going into physical therapy, but I said that'll take two years. In one year, I can get a business degree and have something solid behind me. Uh huh. So when they wouldn't hire me, I went, well, I, I'll go ahead and pursue for physical <laughs> therapy. <laughs> You're like, I guess that's what I'll do then. Yeah, oh. which, which I did, mm-hmm. and um, that that was good because later on, uh, I married a. Physical therapy student. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But it, so I went on to, to Loma Linda, and still no person was showing up in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and so I kept praying about it. And I, at college, I did take a marriage and the family class, and that helped me a lot. And um, then when I was in graduate school at Loma Linda, I went to a talent program that they had, mm-hmm. and I saw this young lady that was quite nice looking <laughs> and very talented. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the problems I had, I think I shared this in the previous tape, was I, I wasn't part of the uh, Southern California, mm. um, what do you call it, uh, influence. Okay. Yeah. In other words, I didn't fit into that culture because yeah. we were very conservative as mm-hmm. a family. And uh, they were quite liberal and they were, all had TVs. I didn't. And, <laughs> and you know, I, I just didn't have things in common with them. Mm-hmm. And so I was looking for someone really spiritual. And God directed me to, you know, the right person, which... Uh, um, if you hear uh, Doris's story, you'll realize that uh, she is a very spiritual person, you know, and, mm-hmm. and having the right partner has helped me tremendously spiritually. Yeah. And uh, we've gone through uh, a lot of interesting times where <clears throat> I remember uh, one time we were building a house in Aptos, you know, just south of uh, Santa Cruz. Okay. And the rains came in just after we had made our landing place oh, for the yeah. house and dug in, you know, because of a high bank, we dug in a uh, driveway. 
and it ended up being um, I didn't know what to do. You know, my whole savings of the that we had put into our land is, was being washed away, oh, no. and you know, I was just sick about it. And Doris wasn't, and I, I couldn't figure that out. Why she was so calm <laughs> about it? Well, if God wants to put send His rain on His property, then He'll take care of it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that oh. was that was her attitude, and so. Um, I I realized that I needed a better connection with God at that point. And uh, so I trusted him, and he worked things out, you mm. know, that uh, we got through that, and we ended up being able to sell that property uh, for so much that we were able to buy a house for cash when we, when God moved us up here. Oh, wow. And it was very interesting how God moved us very clearly. It was no question. Mm -hmm. uh, I ended up working, my graduate work was in uh, health education. And so when we got married, we went back to Michigan and I got a, a degree in uh, from the University of Michigan in health education. And uh, when we couldn't stand the um, Michigan winters, <laughs> we moved out, back out to California in Santa Cruz. And then he abolished my job after about five, six years. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was not a good place to raise kids. Mm -hmm. And God knew that uh, there was just uh, the year before we moved from there, they had three different mass murders. Oh, wow. And there was nudity on the beaches, you know, heavy mm -hmm. influence from San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And it just, uh, so God moved us up to Clarkston, mm -hmm. and it it was an excellent move. We wanted a home in the country. Mm -hmm. We couldn't find a home in the country, and it was several years before we did find one, after the kids were out of the home, <laughs> and it was for the kids' purposes, you know, that we wanted, to, you know, yeah. no, no bad influences. But the house we got was um, right by the river mm -hmm. between Clarkston and Lewiston, and so I ended up uh, working in uh, two hospitals and three nursing homes because my boss contracted with them for mm -hmm. physical therapy. Oh, wow. Well, quickly, you know, they weren't doing much physical therapy at the time. And, you know, uh, the work that I did was uh, show that physical therapy could be quite useful to the patients. Mm -hmm. And so the business boomed. Oh. And so Doris had ended up having to work, you know, go, go to work. And so our house was right between. Oh. We were on a court with that was mostly older people. And so only one family had a, a boy that uh, was a good boy. Mm -hmm. And so we had what we felt was a, a safe environment for our kids. Mm. And so God answered, you know, our prayer on that. Spiritually, um, when I was down at Loma Linda in graduate school, I got acquainted with one of the faculty members. And he started sharing some spiritual things with me. And uh, I was kind of an idealist, you know, seeing what Ellen White was writing in certain areas and how our church was not necessarily following that the way I thought it should. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it, when he started sharing some things with me, um, it was 
interesting because it, you know he had some of the same ideas along that line, and then he told me <clears throat> um, more things. And as I started listening to him, uh, I realized that it was starting to take me away from. Mm-hmm. Uh, my love for the church, oh. as much as yeah, you know, and um, I, I wasn't able to go to some of their their group meetings, but um, I did get an opportunity to um, tape some of them or copy a tape of one of those, mm-hmm. and I borrowed a tape recorder for that, and God lovingly worked with me to get me away from that. Because it, I did have the feeling like it was taking me away from from my church, mm. and so um, one of the things I borrowed someone's tape recorder so I could, you know, copy from one to the other. Yeah. And before I returned it, I came to a stop sign. It was in the back seat on the floor, and it flopped down. Oh, no. Not much, but it broke apart. Oh, no. In there, and it took them a year before they got it it repaired. Another thing, the neighbor next door had just graduated from last year college, and he was going to some of those group group meetings. I never did go to any, but he had the same feeling. This was taking him away from his church, Mm. and unexpectedly, he ended up ending his own life. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, I got the feeling like, you know, that was another warning signal. This is not good. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being, you know, he was involved in the Brinsmead um, offshoot uh, that it would not have been good for me. Mm-hmm. And God gently, you know, gave me hints that this is not the way to go. I listened to that. Yeah, because uh, we can plan our course, but, you know, ultimately God will correct our steps and yeah. lead us back. Yeah. And so when we moved up to here, the um, we didn't know which church to join, mm-hmm. and we ended up going to, uh, uh, to choosing Clarkston ultimately, not not at first, but ultimately in Clarkston, and God um, brought us into leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ended up being asked to be head elder not having been an elder in, in the local <laughs> church before, which was, which was kind of u- unusual. Uh-huh. But, uh, and for some reason, God has uh, kept me for many of the years since we've been here in, in that position. And I keep thinking he needs to, you know, get someone else <laughs> in there. But yeah, repeatedly they've been asking me to continue and there are times when, like I said, I'm a shy person, mm-hmm. um, when we're between pastors and issues are coming up that uh, are w- with a lot of strong personalities in the church, and I don't know how to handle them, mm-hmm. and I'm begging the Lord for <laughs> help. And, and, you know, every time he answered my prayer, oh. and what a faith builder that is. Yeah. You know, and um, God did give me the opportunity to, uh, for about six or seven years, to be on the conference executive committee. Oh wow! And um, you know, it was an opportunity. I don't, I don't think I contributed that much, but 
it really reinforced my belief in the way the church is being managed, even though I had some doubts at one point. Mm -hmm. And um, I love my church. I I feel like even though I, I never had it like my wife, I never had a feeling of needing to rebel mm -hmm. because um, I just grew up loving the truth. Um, you know, my mother was a vegetarian, and so when I got to, into college um, and graduate school, I took nutrition classes, and I wanted to see, you know, is this a good way to stay or yeah. whatever? And I am so thankful that God is revealing to the whole world that, uh, you know, a plant-based diet is is his plan and it's cool the, the you know i see it more and more like in like different forms of media about people becoming more plant-based because it keeps them healthy and they can see that now it's not just us yeah. adventists seeing that so yeah and then thinking about um the closeness to the end of time we wanted you know we wanted to be out in the country so god clearly directed us to a piece of property out in the country and, uh, you know, there's a very good story behind that. But um, then, you know, about uh, six, seven years ago, he moved us back into town. Mm -hmm. Well, in the country, we were thinking about just protecting ourselves from, from what's going to be coming. Mm -hmm. And we finally got to, through our heads that God wants us where the people are because that's where you know, he can reach them through us. Mm -hmm. And so we are back in town, and God has uh, given us lots of opportunities to help other people. Mm -hmm. And, of course, prayers are needed yeah. because a lot of those issues that we're having to help them with or dealing with, um, uh, we can, we don't have answers to. Yeah. But we know the source of uh, helping us with those. Yep, yep. And I know personally, because I was at college and stuff, and I was like, this is where God wants me to be a witness. But now he's brought me back home. And at first I was like, well, there's a lot of Christians in this community. I don't think this is, you know, I don't need a witness here. But God has been showing me that there's actually a group of people that I am to be witnessing to in my mm -hmm. own community. Good. Yeah, and so that it's really cool wonderful. that it's, you know, we want we were like this is the best place for me, God. And he's like, "No, it's not." <laughs> <laughs> and there's one other time where uh I forget how I got involved in it, but you know, uh an Adventist gentleman that was writing a lot of things critical of the church. Mm. And you know, I ended up reading that he'd send it every three three four weeks oh, wow. and it ended up being you know the same type of thing mm. you know you feed on critical things you end up being critical mm -hmm. and that wasn't good when we were raising our kids and no. i was being a little bit more uh hard to deal with and <clears throat> my wife had to share it with me if you continue this we we're going to lose our kids mm. <laughs> And finally, it got through to me. <laughs> I realized that it's not how it, you have to love. Mm -hmm. You can't dictate. Mm. And um, we just, I had to get rid of receiving those things. Um, by beholding, you become changed. By mm -hmm. listening to reading, you become changed. 
I was changed, mm-hmm. and uh, God brought me back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So it, and I've had opportunities um, in leadership to say, you know, the same thing. By beholding, you are changed, um, and uh, we can see when people are critical of others that um, they have unresolved issues in their own life, mm-hmm. um, which they're trying to cover up or, or justify the, what they're doing or, they do. not, or not doing. Mm-hmm. And so um, God has led me in a pathway that uh, I'm amazed at some of the things that he's had me do. Mm. He always has planned for us that we never choose for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And now that we're in town, we have had a lot of opportunities, plus within the family. Uh, my brother-in-law, my wife's sister, they were here for a while, and then they moved to Hawaii. Oh, wow. And then he ended up um, getting cancer and passing away. Well, that summer, you know, we flew over, or actually uh, 2018, we flew over to help him with going to uh, radiation treatments. And it extended his life maybe while he was getting those treatments. Mm-hmm. But very quickly after we got home, he was getting quite critical. And so we, we ended up flying out and uh, being there to uh, help with his memorial service. And then we were planning to go a third time to help his wife pack up and move to the mainland. Mm -hmm. And so it was almost like a a mission experience Mm. where uh, Hawaii medically is is a third real country, Mm. at least that portion where we are. She was on the big island in the upper rural north part. And so we ended up doing a lot of things that we had never done before, you know, in helping her pack up, helping her make decisions because she was going into dementia, Mm. and also for uh, cleaning and painting and um, repairing things that we hadn't done before. And so we felt every day God was helping us get almost twice as much done as what we thought possible uh, to accomplish that. I just had a friend of mine pass away uh, about a week and a half ago Mm. that I had been helping. He ended up getting blind, and so the last year and a half I've been helping him. Mm -hmm. And then he ended up having to go to the hospital um, and passing away. And so I had to... the. He didn't have immediate family mm-hmm. close by and only one brother. And so, and the conference that manages his will is back in Arkansas, Louisiana. Okay. And so I'm helping them to clean out the house. Finally, uh, the, actually, the apartment I got that finished uh, on Friday. And as I was going to turn in the keys, Almost had an accident. Oh no! And it, it wasn't even time to pray. <laughs> <laughs> oh! But God, God protected me. Um, I was able to. Is the just the closest um, 
on 15th and Elm, and uh, God protected us. And the, the fellow that uh, almost hit me uh, later on, as I came back home from going to his apartment, turned in the keys. The fellow said, are you the guy that pulled out in front of me? I didn't quite hear all of what he said, so I went closer, and he finally you know, yeah. Yeah, said it again. I said, yes, I am, and I'm so sorry that I, I, I did that. I didn't see you. And I explained to him how you know I had looked both ways, but originally, but uh, a car slowly turned in front of me, and that delayed me. And uh, so I didn't look the second way, mm -hmm. and I pulled out and I just about got hit. And we both shared how scared we were, uh -huh. each one. But I know God's angels were involved in that, mm -hmm. protecting me. And when we see good things happening in the church, we know that the devil becomes more active. Mm -hmm. And so we have to be more active in praying at those times and making sure of our connection with God. Mm. And uh, the Lord is giving me opportunities to speak more often in church that I li that I like to, <laughs> but it's it's what he's leading me to do. And so he's transforming me by doing the research, mm -hmm. you know, for those uh, those talks. I can't preach, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, you know, I am so thankful with uh, how God has continued to mold my character, even though I gave my life to him, you know, when I was nine. Mm -hmm. Um it's it's a growing experience. It is. You never feel like you you arrive because you look at him and his character and you realize your character still has lots to go. Yes, it does. It always will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really good. Do you have any last thoughts for our listeners? Um just by beholding you become changed. Yes. And you know, when you uh look at worldly things that's where your heart is going to end up being. Mm -hmm. When you continue to open your heart to God and follow Him, um, then you realize that He's not only wanting to save you, but it, uh, use you to save others. Amen. And that ministry we're starting to learn is, is so, so critical of uh, learning to help others. Mm -hmm. You know, and follow. That's the way you follow him. Is that's what he did. That's what I need to do. Yes, exactly. You it's, are. Yeah. He's the true light of the world. We're the reflective light. But he says you are the light of the world. Mm -hmm. Isn't that amazing? He, <laughs> it is. he wants us to share that. He does. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing, Bob. You're welcome. And I hope you listeners enjoyed that. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to follow, share, like, and review. Also, you can contact us at our Facebook page, that is God is Real, God is Good Podcast, or you can email us at God is Real, God is Good Podcast at gmail.com. Bye! Bye.